The following episode is part of the Pop Culture Cult Network. Good evening, cult members, and welcome to the Pop Culture Cult. I'm Sean. I'm Janice. And this is going to be uh, episode five of the final season of Game of Thrones review, I May Cry. <laughs> okay. This, I, we're not going to lie, this was a rough episode to watch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was intense. It was it was super intense. I don't know what they're gonna. I it, I thought Battle of Winterfell was like intense, but it's been getting intenser and tenser as we have been going along. Intenser, more intense, more intense, there intense and easy. <laughs> okay, um, so let's uh, let's get into this, and we're gonna do our best to try to break it down. There's like like four major segments, kind of. I think that we need to talk about, but okay, but we'll yeah, we'll yeah try to break it down, hit highlights and stuff like that. Let's start yeah. with the intro. Yep. Intro was the same. Yep. The only difference was we got, um, uh, Nikolai, Nikolai, Javi Bulin, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Jamie Lannister, the real actor, the, the actor, um, and Lena, Lena, Lena Headley as the first two actors shown. And that's been kind of a cue of major characters that we may be losing this season. Um, and they were the first two to be showing, shown, and right as the, we went through the wall and down to Hearth Home. Right, uh, but everything else was pretty. Much everything else was pretty much the, the same. same. And uh, once again, they showed, you know, nothing that we th stuff that we thought was going to happen didn't happen with like the the comet and the the and right. all that kind of stuff and <laughs> right and uh and so yeah um so the episode starts with varus writing uh raven scrolls saying john is the true heir right right and uh and it looks like he's trying to build a network of people to to overthrow danny right which is pretty much what we talked about in the last episode right but now he's actually going through with it and and Sending out ravens. Right, and... because he's he has always been for the people. Yes. And he can see the writing on the wall. Yeah. And he even, you know, there's a, a little girl who comes in and tells him that Danny's still not eating and kind of showing um, that he's, of the people, she's a slave or a, she works in the kitchen. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Family, and, and uh, he even tells her... Um, the greater the risk, risk the, greater the greater the reward. reward. Yeah. So, which will be prophetic for him in just a few moments. Right. Um, they show John showing up um, ahead of the army. Uh, looks like they called for him. And because Danny is not eating, she's not seeing anyone. She's not talking to anyone. Yeah. She, she was already cut off from everybody else, but now she's completely cut herself off and uh, has become a shut in. And Varys is the first one to meet John on the beach. Right. And Varys pretty much says, I know. He doesn't say this, I know. But it pretty much says, you're going to be the best king. Yeah. Pretty much I've, I'm putting all my eggs in your basket. Right. And at which point John spits at him. He doesn't actually physically spit at him. But <laughs> he says, no, Danny's our queen. Right. I don't want the throne. I don't want it. No, I don't care if I have the the 
the rightful claim to the, the yeah. throne. Yeah. I don't want it. And, yeah. and kind of tells Varys off. And while this is all going on, Tyr- Tyrion is watching from the cliffside. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I'm sure he knows w- kind of what the conversation right. is. He can, he can tell they stop, they talk, and then Varys stays there and John keeps going. So John kind of, despite- uh, I won't say storms off, but he, he walks off yeah, in, in yeah. anger with body, body language. You can yeah. kind of probably tell what Danny go or Tyrion goes to see Danny and he walks in. There was a lot of like these cool shots with Tyrion in this episode where it was the side pro- profile of him. Single with the, shot with the dragon, with the dragon in the back, yeah, the dragon weird. Um, uh, carving in the background. Yeah. And it was a really weird shot, but um, maybe foreshadowing. Of, I don't, uh, I, I don't know. He, yeah. Uh, know. I, I He's he can um, interact with the dragons, right? We saw right. that last season. So, does that mean the uh, fan theory that he's also a Ty- Targaryen is that, that what would, that yeah, means? Yeah, would be maybe maybe kind of showing that maybe he is the rightful heir to the throne. If John and Danny aren't left, he's the next in line. Um, Danny looks really really rough. She's super pale, sunken eyes. You tell she hasn't been eating and she's very um, um, distraught. Distraught. Um, she's lost. Um, she's she's lost her best friend. She's lost one of her children. She's lost her number one defendant with Jura. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of her other um, confidants have kind of not kind of they've they've kind of gone pat behind her back and and. Isolated yeah. her, yeah, really bad. Yeah, what's yeah? I mean, all she had left was Tyrion and Varys, and they've both. She now knows knows, that yeah. They're that Tyrion found out and told Varys, and now they're. Well, Varys is plotting. Varys is plotting. Um, she, when Tyrion goes in to see Danny, she says she's been betrayed betrayed by John, and Tyrion kind of says, "No, it was Varys." Right. Um, and then she kind of does the Varys found out from you. You found out from Sansa. Sansa found out from John. So it's John's fault. Right. Um, but she, it, um, it's obvious that she's made a decision to kill Varys. Right. Uh, and to to execute him for treason. And they sh- and it and Tyrion tries to talk her out of it. And he finally just says it doesn't matter now. And she says it doesn't matter now. And and the next scene is Varys so doing the Raven scrolls yeah. I can hear the unsullied coming down the hall and he burns the last scroll, takes his rings off and gray worm walks in with the cuffs, right. takes him outside short trial. <laughs> there really wasn't a trial and trial by fire and, uh, Dracarys, And he burns in Westeros like, um, Alessandra said he was going to. Right, right. That's true. So um, that is the end of Varys, and that is the end of that story arc, we think. Um, in that whole process, um, Tyrion goes over to Varys and tells him, hey, it was me that told Danny that right. you were doing this. Right. Because he is still on Team Danny, just like John. Right. And just like Grey Worm. And so it, it is the end of that whole process. Um, we have a scene with Grey Worm and Danny, and Danny's got the collar that, uh, that uh, Melisandre had. Uh, Melisandre. Mes- 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 
too many M names, guys. Sorry. Uh, Missendi had, it was her only possession that she right. kept. Right. And she hands it, Danny hands it to Grey Worm and he looks at it and throws it in the fire. Yeah. Kind of m making the final exclamation point on I'm, I, I'm done grieving over this. I'm done dealing with all of this. I'm done with this. Yeah, it could also be that he, um, you know, her giving him this possession, you would keep that and take it with you throughout the rest of right, your life. Right. But it could also be him saying, you know, I'm, this is it for me too. He's yeah. going in and, and he, he, um, as an unsullied, he's been trained to not feel. And when he finally right. feels, he gets that feeling taken away from him. And, right. and now he has shut that, that part of himself down again. That was him throwing the collar right. in. And, right. Um, John and Danny have a conversation. Danny tries once again to get John to come onto her side. And she professes his, her love to him and his love to her. And they start to kiss, and he backs away from her again. Yeah. Again, kind of doing the whole, yeah, I remember you're my aunt. Yeah. And. <laughs> this is kind of gross. This is kind of weird. <laughs> and in that exchange, Danny says, I'd rather, I'd rather rule out of love than out of fear, but I can rule out of fear if I have to. Right. And in that exchange of them not, you know, trying to kiss and whatever, when John backs up, Danny looks at him and says, fear then. Right. So he was kind of um, making up that, making that decision for her. Yeah. <laughs> Which emotional blackmail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we have a small war meeting to say, this is what we're going to do on the attacking of King's Landing. And Tyrion pleads and pleads and pleads to get Danny not to burn the town. The, did not to burn down the city. Right. With all the people. There's a million in people in there. Right. And, right. And, and so, one Cersei. And one Cersei. <laughs> and um, he says, if they ring the bell, they surrender. You cannot, you know, you sh if you want really want to rule out of love and not fear. Right. Then, then you need to, you know, stand down. Right. And Danny agrees. Sure. Uh, kind of. Um, <laughs> but then also makes a point of saying um, the next time you fail me, it will be your last time because they found out that Jamie uh, got caught trying to cross their lines. Mm -hmm. And so this leads to a whole bunch of different things. Um, we get Arya and Hound sneak, sneaking through camp. We get Tyrion asking Davos to help. Um get Jamie out and, and right, stuff. Right. Um, Tyrion goes and essentially talks the Unsullied out of leaving their post because he outranks all of them, which yeah, was a really right. cool scene. <laughs> and he convinces Jamie to go save Cersei and have the two of them ride off into the sunset together. Right. And he actually tells him there's this, you know, um, uh, hole. Uh, yeah. It's the same way he snuck in. Um, with uh, Davos to get Gentry and mm -hmm. and to get yeah. uh, when so, they were trying to meet Jamie and Cersei uh, when he went to go meet Cersei Cersei yeah. yeah and then Davos went and got Gendry um, so it's the same thing in reverse he had a dinghy waiting there for them and told them how to get out right 
Right. Um, he convinces Jamie, Tyrion convinces Jamie to uh, save Cersei and thou- tens of thousands of people from what Danny is thinking about doing what everybody thinks that she's thinking about doing. Right. Um, and he's like, get in the town, get Cersei, ring the bell, right. get out. Right. And, and Jamie and they have a big embrace. And I think they both at that point in time understand that they're never going to see each other again. Yeah. Well, uh, um, maybe not the way it ended up, but right. the, yeah, Jamie it, would take Cersei and they were going to go away probably to Esteros. I think they said, but I don't remember. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they're probably not going to see each other again. Um, Tyrion does make a point at that point in time to tell Jamie, you're the only one who ever cared for me. You right. didn't see me as a monster, and that's why I'm helping you now save the woman, you and the woman you love. Yeah, he's actually said that a couple of times yeah. throughout the whole um, series that Jamie was the only one that didn't um, call him, a, consider him a monster. Consider, and I think yeah. in the books he even talks about that, how... Um, Cersei would come to his crib and um, like pinch him and right, do right. all this stuff to him. And, and Jamie never did that. So we go to King's Landing finally, and we have um, the beginning of what's going to be the siege of King's Landing. Um, they show the Iron Fleet in Blackwater Bay, and they make a point of showing a bell tower with all the scorpions on the ramparts and the iron fleet behind it. Right. Well, because um, uh, Tyrion told Jamie, because um, Jamie said, how are we supposed to sneak by um, the whole uh, iron, the iron fleet? fleet? Yeah, that's right. And um, Tyrion said, the iron fleet won't be there and ring the bell. So ring, they right. show the bell, they show the iron fleet. So, you know, now we have solidified what Jamie is supposed to do supposed and, to do to get out and everything yeah. they show um they show the hound and aria slipping into king's landing with the flood of people right um as they're slipping in the golden company is going outside they also show jamie sneaking in like kind of behind them behind with, them in the crowd in yeah. the crowd i wanted to when everybody was going into king's landing i wanted to do the whole um no blades, no bows, no, yeah. check your weapons here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No blades, no bows, check your weapons here. And so we have the setup. We have the Iron Fleet in Blackwater Bay. We have all the scorpions around on the walls. We have the Golden Company out uh, with their 20,000 fighters out facing the Unsullied, right. uh, the North, and uh, the Dothraki. Right. Or what's left of all of them after the the, the last, the big battle. Right. And um, they hand to Euron and Euron standing on this on the ship right. all cocksure and headstrong and all that <laughs> stuff and he looks over his shoulder to see a dragon coming in but hidden by the sun, sun yeah which is actually a really cool point now in the trailer I thought that that was the comet right and uh, I had this theory that Bran had or Bran had um uh, actually done something done when he something warged. when he warged <laughs> into the ravens to go call a bunch of other the dragons that we, nobody never knew of and they were all coming in and but that's not what happened Danny came in hidden and also in a position where she, she couldn't get hit by the scorpions because right. they couldn't go vertical with their shots right and they and she decimates the iron fleet right and this was kind of um a couple I heard a couple complaints um 
with the last episode where they just um, take out, was it Viserys? Right. Um, the other dragon. Rhaegal. Rhaegal. Where they just, you know, take him out. And I think that it was more, she just, they weren't prepared. They didn't realize uh, for whatever reason that they would be hiding behind hiding, the rock. Right. So there was a lot of complaint about why didn't you just bring the dragons in from the other side or, right, right. you know, why did you just, they didn't expect them to be there. Right. <laughs> right. Um, so this was kind of taking advantage of some of those um, opportunities, I guess that, that you would have as with the dragons. They learned from their mistakes from the previous, well, yeah. <laughs> previous engagement, which is always what happens when you have a war kind of thing is somebody exploits a weakness. You fix that weakness and you exploit the weakness back and stuff right, like that. Right. So, Hopefully. Um, and, they take out the Iron Fleet. Uh, Danny and Drago take uh, Dra- Drogon. 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 Um, take out the Iron Fleet. They take out the Scorpions on the wall, uh, and they sh- they make a point of killing just soldiers and everything. Right. And then we have this really cool like Mexican standoff between the Golden Company and Danny's foot army. It's about the only way I can explain. Right. It. John and it looks like the North and the North and the Maybe Unsullied and yeah. yeah, yeah like, so it, they're all lined up and they're all looking at each other. And there's this rumbling in the background behind the Golden Company. And the head of the Golden Company looks over his shoulder. And the gate that they were protecting explodes with right. fire. Right. And Drogon and Danny fly through and decimate the Golden Company from behind. Right. And that's the cue. And the Dothraki do a full charge into the city and um, just start mowing down the Lannisters and the Golden Company that's left and just everybody. Right. Uh, everybody that's a soldier uh, all the way through. And they make a point of just showing the decimation of that Dothraki uh, charge. But now it's you know street by street instead of across the valley, um, which is kind of different than what we had from... The previous the the Battle of Winterfell, where the that charge kind of got like stood up and mm-hmm. decimated, like reversed like mm-hmm. reverse wise, um, and now they are in to the the streets of yeah okay so you skipped some stuff there so while um, John is with the army and they're having the standoff against the. Um, the Lannisters. The Golden Company. No, the that, Lannisters. That's what was next. That's oh, what okay. I'm going to next. Okay. We get to this standoff, and it's Danny's Danny's army, and it's got you get, uh, John, Grey Worm, and Davos with the army right. in a street, and right in front of them is the Lannister army. Right. And they're all standing there, and they're just looking at each other. There's nothing. There's nothing going on. They're just they're just looking at each other, and you can kind of start to see in the Lannister army's faces that they really don't want to fight this fight. Right. And Danny and Drago come in, and they and land on the ramparts behind them. So now they're surrounded. They've got the biggest army ever conceived by man standing in front of them, and a dragon behind them. Right. And they decide to throw down their arms. Right. Yep. So we get another Mexican standoff with Danny and Drago looking across King's Landing up to the Red Keep where Cersei is standing. Right. And in the background, you can hear people say, calling for them to ring the bell. Yeah. Yeah. 
And with the ringing of the bell, King's Landing surrenders. Right. And we get a, a, a long exhale from both Danny and Cersei. And Cersei's crying like a single tear. And she's making a point of like, I, I wasn't going to say it. I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to surrender multiple times. Kyburn came in and said, we should probably leave. And yeah. she's like, the red keeps never fallen. And no, you know, yeah. no army's ever breached here. Yeah. Um, and they have this whole long distance exchange of looks with each other. We're going to go to break and talk about what happens after that, because we're going to have a long discussion about this. All right, we're going to come back after the break. I need some water and maybe a tissue (laughs) after the break. Hello, cult members. Like what you've heard on this podcast? Then please subscribe and follow us here. You can also find us on Facebook at the Pop Culture Cult. We're on Instagram at Pop Culture Cult 1. And we're on Twitter at Pop underscore Cult 1. We're also on YouTube at Pop Culture Cult. And on the Stardust app under Pop Culture Cult. Please help us by liking, following, and subscribing to everything we have. This helps us build a bigger and better cult of pop culture. And we're back. Okay, we've we've got what we wanted. King's Landing has has surrendered to Danny and her army and her dragon, and only those who fought were the ones who were killed. Right. None of the innocents have been killed. Um, Tyrion has got everything that he was hoping for. And Danny looks across King's Landing up to the Red Keep and realizes everything that her family has gone through af- after losing the Red Keep for the last 300 years. And her birthright is to have that building and everything that is that meaning of that building. And takes off and burns King's Landing to the ground. Yep. Everyone in the streets. And in the standoff in the street between Danny's army and the Lannister army, Grey Worm throws a spear and throws the first shot after the Lannister army had dropped their swords. Right. So they're completely defenseless. Actually, I think he hits one of the guys in the back. I think he no, turned. he hit him in the front. He was in okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they go on a killing spree of everyone in the streets, right? And starts the next thirty minutes of just utter decimation of King's Landing. Yep, and it is super hard to watch because they made a point of filming it from the innocent people on the streets point of view right. instead of the actual heroes of the battle. Yeah. So it's jumbled around. I mean, it jumps around and kind of like the battle of Winterfell. Yeah. Um, except this time it's in the, in the daylight, not the, at night. <laughs> right. So all the internet haters can shut up cause you could actually see it. But, <laughs> um, yeah, all the perspectives were pretty much the same as the Battle of Winterfell. Yeah. Um, Tyrion watches in horror as Danny starts to burn King's Landing to the ground, and he starts realizing that 
she is everything that Vera said that she was going to yep. going to be. Yep. And also we get John in a very cool slow motion shot. Watch as Danny's army takes the cue from her and starts killing innocent people and attempting to rape um, women and his values that he always kind of in, in imparted on the Northern fighters wasn't reciprocated by them. They right. took their cue from Danny. Danny's right. on this killing spree. And so they decide to go full Viking and take whatever they want. Right. And I mean, the Dothraki at least are, you know, that's who they were, <laughs> who they right. are. Right. And so, yeah, I think John was a little naive. Maybe he didn't know that, but he was a little naive to think, oh, they've just. They've know, reformed. All, and, yeah, yeah. Now that Danny's their queen, they're not going to be like that. And they, and they, they, but the Northern, all the Northern fighters started doing it too. John even saves a lady who is about to get raped by a Northern fighter. Yeah. And even he, like John, like gives him a chance to like back down. And yeah. the guy's like, no, this is my, my right for my conquering right yeah. is to take this. Yeah. And John kills him. Uh, and so we get this whole exchange and all this is going on. And by the way, Jamie's trying to sneak into King's landing around the back and finds the skiff um, and is trying to get in to save uh, Cersei. Right. And Euron comes out of the water. Right. Of course, Euron's alive. Right. Of course, the two of them are going to fight for Cersei. Right. And they have a long ex extended fight. And Euron finally stabs Jamie in the ribs with his dagger. Mm -hmm. And Jamie's kind of lying on the ground. And Euron kind of says, Hey, that was a good fight for a cripple. Yeah. Good job. And Jamie does not want to quit. He will not quit until he gets what he wants. And that's to get the Cersei. And he goes for a sword. Euron stabs him again on the other side, turns around and just guts him. Yeah. And make, Euron makes a point of like, oh, you are the Kingslayer. You get to kill two kings. Yeah. And and it was just, it was a good fight. Yeah. For, yeah. you know, for Jamie with, you know, his off wet hand. hand yeah. And, he finally kind of started to realize that you have this big metal thing on yeah, your arm. Yeah. You could use it as a club. Yeah. Um, as they're burning the town, there's a shot. You see green flame. Mm -hmm. It's the wildfire mm -hmm. stores are all starting to light, yep. which is what I thought Cersei was going to do. She was going to light the that city on fire with the wildfire, right? Um, but that doesn't wasn't what really what happened. Um, as Jamie walks away, um, Euron says, "I'm the man that killed Jamie Lannister." Well. <laughs> um you first you first um they, they get a scene danny is full-on burning everything yep. and starting to destroy the the red keep and they go uh the hound and aria walk into the map room yep. showing the map of westeros and the hound kind of stops and collects his thoughts and says tells Arya to go home yeah and she's like nope i'm here to kill cersei that was the whole reason i was here yep and he grabs her and turns and says if i i knew this was a one-way trip yeah and do you really want to end up like me filled with hate and rage your entire life and die while everything around you falls or you have so much to live for go yeah 
basically. Go be with Gentry. <laughs> is what we're <laughs> is what it what it is. Right. Um, and Arya says, um, as she, she she makes the decision to leave. Right. And Hound starts to go up the stairs. And Arya calls to him and calls him Sonder for the first time in the entire series. Yeah. She's always called him the Hound. Right. Or Glugane. Glugane. Glugane and, and Glugane, uh, however you say his name. <laughs> um, but, and, and thanks him for showing her that she needs to not be there. She needs to go. Eh, I think she just said thank you. And that can mean a lot of things. Uh, I, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, they've had oh, they've had a big past yeah they've had however much time i mean he saved her um you know when when way back in the beginning when she was being kidnapped and taken away whatever he saved her um and taught her some things kind of helped her on her path to you know where she ended up going right um inadvertently and 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 then the stuff you know at the end, it was, you know, I think a lot of things all in one. I think it was a, it was a good point too for, um, it, it was the one as one of the few times that, that Sonder actually had an emotional connection with somebody and actually relayed that emotional connection with them. Even right. with Sansa, he really didn't have that. Like he felt guilt for what happened to her and it was her kind of giving him, him the okay that, you know, I've, I've grown and I've gotten past it and it's not your fault kind yeah. of thing. I think he definitely had a soft spot in his heart for both of the yeah, Stark girls. Both the Stark girls. Um, he goes up the stairs and runs into um, our, uh, the C Cersei and Cersei and Kyburn and the mountain and some of the, and as they're going up the stairs, as they're coming on the stairs, the building comes down around them right. and the mountain um, protects Kyburn and Cersei and the building falls down on top of them and they, push all the rubble off and the hound standing there and the rest of the guard go down and he takes quick right. work of them. Yeah. There's only like four or five left. Yeah. And, uh, and so it's the hound at the bottom of the stairs and the mountain Cersei and Kyburn at the top of the stairs. Yep. And, uh, the mountain starts to walk away from Cersei and Cersei says, I didn't give you permission to go. Yeah. S stay. Yeah. And he like kind of turns and looks at her and takes a couple more steps. And Kyburn says, listen to your queen, like you've been told. And he goes over to stand in front of him and mountain grabs him by the collar and throws him down the stairs uh, throws him against the wall and then throws him down the stairs yeah. and his head pops off <laughs> the top of his head pops off and the mountain killed his creator. Yes. Yeah. And we finally get, Cooking bowl. Yep. Cooking bowl. Cooking. Cooking. I had. I can't look it up. Spelled it. <laughs> no. I, my notes are very oddly like word check, <laughs> smell check badly. Um, and they have a full on during the apocalypse. Yeah. Dante's Inferno. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Buildings falling or has fallen down around them, and yeah. At the you, you, one shot, you get um, from inside the keep, looking at them fighting on the stairs, and the wall behind them is gone, mm -hmm. and you have the blue sky, and every once in a while, the dragon flies by, and mm -hmm. then they spin back around, looking overhead. You look down, you see the fire at the, the base, and and it's it's, but 
um, the hound stabs him with his sword and uh, like yeah, multiple times. Yeah. He's he's already dead. What, what? are you gonna do? How what? are you gonna kill him? Cut his head off. That's about the only thing I can think of. Yeah. And uh, so finally, uh, Mountain's got him by uh, the neck against the wall and picks him up and starts to push his eyes in like he did um, the Red Viper, whose name, real name, I can't remember right now, and uh, starts to try to kill him that way. And the hound just stabs him and stabs him, stabs him with his dagger and finally stabs him in the eye. Right. And drops him. And like, finally, that, that, what leads to dropping him. Right. The the mountain drops. The hound. The hound. Yeah. And yeah. so there's and a moment. he kind of sta- staggers back and, and then... You, know. you think for a second that maybe he won the fight this way. Right. Right. You think for a second and then the mountain reaches up and pulls the dagger out of his head. Yeah. And and the hound just like Sonder just like, okay, and goes over and tackles him through the wall, and they fall together to their death into the fire below. Yep. Yep. So the hound dies by fire and by his brother. With his brother. With his brother, yeah. right. And so we finally get a closure on that. So we got Kyburn off the board. You got Euron off the board. You got Mountain, Hound, uh, Varus, all off the board. Yep. Okay. John and Davos decide to call for a retreat. I don't know why this didn't happen earlier while Danny yeah. was burning everybody in the streets. Um, Arya now has to get from the Red Keep out of town. Um, and so she's the the character in the most peril because she's with all of the people in the city. Right, yeah. and she's like trying not to be trampled and crushed by falling debris or burned and yeah. And, and she's doing her best to um, help people too, but she gets knocked out by falling debris mm-hmm. and you think and there's smoke and stuff and you think that, you know, something's, you know, something happened to her and they cut to Jamie finding Cersei in, um, in the map room. Right. And they embrace and Jamie's kind of making a point of saying, I'm here to be with you, to save you. And Cersei's like, you're bleeding. And he's like, ask nothing. Let's go. And they end up in the cellar where that scorpion was, where they a couple of seasons ago, right. Kyburn shot it, shot the arrow into the skeleton, right? And which has been in the opening credits as a major thing when they showed King's Landing mm-hmm. and and the Red Keep, and so they get down there and they try to escape the way that Tyrion was trying to. Yeah, they're trying to get out. Get out that get way. In the boat. And they have, they come, they come to a realization that um, they're not going to make it. And she starts freaking out. I want my baby to live. I want my baby to live. Mm-hmm. I want my baby to live. I don't want to die this way. Not here, not here, not here. And Jamie grabs her and kind of like makes her look at him in the face and say, it's just us. It's right. just the two of us. And the room collapses, burying them a lot. Right. Which is not what the prophecy said. <laughs> she didn't die at the hand of her brother. She died in the arms of her brother. It's a slight misinterpretation. It, well, and they talked about how, you know, they've talked about how there's uh, some slight 
interpretation of the prophecies as right. it is. Well, and George has said prophecies don't mean anything anyway, so. Right. Um, then we get a whole bunch of stuff with Arya, and this is where my notes kind of die off because I got sucked into the episode. <laughs> um, they've called the army out. Danny's still flying around trying to kill everybody yeah. in the in the val in the in the town. Cersei or um, Arya is now awake and working her way through the city. She gets stumbled upon, uh, and she gets caught up um, in uh, on the ground as people are stepping over. While this is all going on, we have the fight with the mountain and and the hound going on, and their fights are are similar with each other. The hound is down. Arya is down. Right. Somebody picks her up. Somebody he picks gets picked. You know, stands back up. Right. They are <laughs> encountering this with Jamie and Cersei all trying to you know escape that way. Um, Arya again gets knocked out by debris. Uh, she goes around a corner and into a room and finds the lady who helped her up right. and their child. And there's people in there. And Arya's like, "We need to leave. We can't just stay here. You'll die." Yeah. So she tries to lead them out, and they get overtaken by the Dothraki, and um, they get separated a little bit. She goes over to help help the lady again, and Danny comes down, and the little girl tries to save her mom, and Arya tries to save the little girl, and the little girl gets away, and Arya runs off, and Danny just firebombs the whole street. Right. Yeah. And Arya wakes up and comes around and gets to see all this the decimation of all the burned bodies yeah. and all the stuff. Yeah. Yep. And she becomes the she becomes the witness for the audience of the decimation. The aftermath. The aftermath yeah. of everything. Yep. And she gets there's a white horse, one of the Dothraki white horses that's all bloody and yeah. she gets out and rides out of town and that's how the episode ends. Yep. And so Danny goes full mad queen. And does exactly what her dad said to do. Yeah. And that was burn them all. Um, when Jamie killed um, Rhaegon Targaryen, was that his name? Rhaegon, yeah, I think it was Rhaegon. Rhaegon Danny's dad. Um, it's been a long day, so you have to excuse if I can't remember everybody's name. Um, he just screamed out. Burn them all, burn them all, burn them all. And Danny did it. Danny fulfilled that part of the prophecy. Um, I, d wow. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Oh, now what? I mean, now, now what are we going to get? Well, this, I mean, I always knew the last episode was going to be, um, the aftermath. So, so now what? I mean, John's alive. Davos. Um, Davos is alive. Sansa and the North—they're all. Arya's alive. Arya's alive. So, and obviously, John is not going to be Team Danny anymore. Nope. So, no, neither is Tyrion. Yeah. Um. So she could be mad, ruling by herself, um, with no real confidants. Right. Just the Dothraki and the Unsullied that are left. Right. So that it makes it really interesting to see, like, kind of, do we, we got some fulfillment of some prophecies tonight. Yeah. Um, prophecies have been a big part of the books and some of the, some of the speculations as we've been going forward in the, in the series. Um, but we, I'm wondering if we get the, 
John kills Danny to take the throne and Tyrion goes back to the north to be with Sansa and they <laughs> I, I I don't know um is this last one supposed to be as long as yes. this one so yeah, kind of like equally the same like that. yeah so i mean they've got to kind of wrap things up so we got to wrap up the Danny John all that kind of stuff we got to wrap up Danny and Tyrion um we have to wrap up um Arya um this Arya now she doesn't have Cersei to kill. Does she decide to kill the next queen for what she has done? And so does Arya get the Night King and the Mad Queen on her belt? Or and then she just go back to Gentry. Rides off to Storm's End. <laughs> and we still don't have any really completion with Sansa and Brian up in up north. And we still don't have any uh, resolution with Braun and the crossbow and. Right. High Garden and all that stuff. So right, so a lot of things to wrap up. A lot of things to wrap up, and then the weekend after that, we get to go see Hodor DJ. So, <laughs> so that's our thoughts and our review and everything for a really intense episode five of season eight of Game of Thrones. There'll be a title for it tomorrow, and I'll try to do my best to update everything as we go along. What did you guys think? Uh, did you like this episode as much as we did? Um, and did you cry as much as we did? I actually, I don't think we cried. I think there was a lot of <laughs> slack jaw. Yeah. Like, oh my God, yeah. they just did that kind yeah. of stuff. So <laughs> let us know. Leave us a comment. If you haven't already, do all the stuff we talked about in the commercial. Subscribe, sign up, and all that stuff. Uh, help us out on Patreon. And there's a poll on our Facebook page. Go do it. Um, please, um, we're looking for some information from all of you. And we're tired. We're going to go to bed after I do some editing. <laughs> Until next time, good night, cult members.